What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today, guys, I want to talk about the Biden White House and how they got a hand in enabling the DOJ to go raid on Donald Trump's house. And then at the same time, guys, we got to talk about this bombshell report from a former Twitter employee who was the head of security for Twitter and how this is going to help Elon Musk in his lawsuit. And then we're going to end it with talking about, like, Biden wanting to cancel student loan debt and how this is a double-edged sword, okay? So before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, please consider donating a cup of coffee for me because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I'm also on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe. Please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. And before we get this show on the road, literally, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, Please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Ooh. All right. Got some lot of formalities on the podcast, you know. So, as always, I'm always diapered, ready to podcast for y'all. You know, that's that's me and all that, you know, being, being diapered and podcasting for y'all. Okay? So, it's just another day for me. You know what I mean? So, anyway, today, guys, I do want to talk about this article from Just the News by John Solomon. All right, the headline of the article reads like this Biden's White House facilitated DOJ's criminal probe against Trump, scuttled privilege claims memos. Basically, guys, what we are witnessing here 
is another Watergate 2.0. We are watching another Richard Nixon and another Watergate 2.0 in the making. Pretty much, that's what's going on here, guys. We are watching another Watergate 2.0 in the making in this country. And I hate to say this, guys. This country is going to be witnessing a repeat of the Watergate scandal and the downfall of Richard Nixon all over again. Okay, folks? And we all know what happened in history after the Watergate scandal. The people who were implicated, were involved, were ultimately arrested, convicted, and thrown in prison. Okay? And then later, probably some Democrat president pardons them. You know what I mean? So this is this is history. This is a history all over again. This is a repeat of the Watergate scandal. Okay. Now in this article, guys, from JustTheNews.com by John Solomon, he writes long before it. Profess no prior knowledge of the raid on Donald Trump's estate. The Biden White House worked directly with the Justice Department and the National Archives to instigate the instigate the criminal probe into the alleged mishandling of documents around the FBI to review evidence retrieved from the Mar-a-Lago this spring and eliminating the 45th president's claim of executive privilege. Now, basically, guys, this 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 was this is the the Biden administration's attempt to cover up for their crime is basically a, a, a hit job. It's a political hit piece because they wanted to make sure that Donald Trump does not run for re-election in 2024. They wanted to hurt him at so badly that there was no way that he was ever going to run for president. Well, I tell you what, in my opinion... Donald Trump should announce his re-election campaign immediately. The second he does that, the left would be livid. The left would be on fucking fire. And in my opinion, the left would have their heads explode at the mere thought of Donald Trump running for re-election in 2024. Which I think he should do because that would piss off the left in ways that I would be laughing my pants off so badly. And by then, I probably would need another diaper change because of that. (laughs) All right. But according to the article in John Solomon from John Solomon is that they had the the DOJ was in cahoots in working with the Biden administration to basically, like, delegitimize Donald Trump, basically to make it impossible for him to run for office, all right? So they needed an excuse to basically make it impossible for him to run for office. And what a convenient excuse to say that, oh, he that Donald Trump had national security art files that should not have left Washington D.C. Should have just stayed in in D.C. Basically, 
this is the same thing like Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was was Secretary of State at the time, and she had national security secrets kept in her secret server and her secret files in the basement of her house in Chappaqua, New York. No different than that, but because it's Donald Trump, they wanted to go after after him, but protect Hillary Clinton and her secret server and her secret files. Pretty much, guys, it's pretty much, guys, to me, this is nothing more than a hit job. It's a hit job to, to basically do damage to Donald Trump and the MAGA movement, okay? It's nothing more than a hit job. It's basically trying to trying to punish your enemies, all right? Oh, the good coffee there, guys. And uh, at the same time, this was an attempt to basically intimidate your opponent. It ain't working, Democrats. It ain't working. You can try, try, and try all you want and in, in, in intimidate Donald Trump. But the MAGA movement is a lot stronger than BLM and Antifa and the communists combined. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. What, you, what they did to Donald Trump, I think, in my opinion, the... Pino, the illegitimate president, should be impeached immediately, should hold the same hearings that Congress did to Richard Nixon. Make make Biden go through the same bolt, same shit that Richard Nixon went through and then make it and then force him to either resign or be impeached and removed from office. Simple as that. It's as simple as that, guys. And even and even the post-millennial says the same thing. Biden White House enabled DOJ's probe against Trump. So which means, by the way, guys, the Biden White House had a hand in this raid and this and this shakedown. Basically, what we're seeing, what we're seeing here, guys. It's some third world banana republic bullshit. It is basically the stuff that you hear and read that is common in third world communist authoritarian dictator countries. And we're seeing it here in America as well. Okay? Pretty much. And even the Washington Washington Examiner, guys... There's 300 plus classified documents that were found in Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, were the ones that he was allowed to keep because he was a president at the time, and they allowed him to keep it. But because he wasn't a he wasn't a Democrat, they were they they wanted to go after him. Pretty much, pretty much they did, you know. And they then they went after him with tooth and nail. So that's why, guys, we're watching Watergate 2.0 all over again. We're watching like the fall of the illegitimate administration and the Pino. 
basically Joe Biden may not see past the midterm elections if the way things are going right now. If Republicans can take over the Senate and the House, Joe Biden may not last after the midterms. The Republicans would run would run nonstop investigations and basically they would be calling for articles of impeachment and the removal of Joe Biden pretty much you know so I'm hoping that will happen okay I'm hoping so right so now I want to talk about this article from the blaze and and this is a bombshell that that shocked me to my core this really did this really did okay the the title of the article from the blaze is this Bombshell Twitter whistleblower complaint alleges company guilty of, a, of egregious deficiencies regarding spam and security. Okay. It seems like this. Seems like this from the, the liberal Washington Post site, which I don't like to talk about. Okay. It seems like this. It, seem, it seems like this, guys. The former head of security for Twitter... Okay, has said like this that Twitter lied about how many bots, how many users it had. Okay, it the the head of the head of security that runs Twitter, or the former head of security, he he left. He he left. Okay, he's saying that Twitter lied about how many active users, how many. Bot accounts, spam account, fake accounts that are there online. So, the CEO of Twitter lied, and Jack Dorsey at the same time lied about how many how many active accounts that they had. I guess they the reason why they they wanted to do that was because they didn't want that because Twitter didn't want want people to know the ugly truth that their service is being in and overwhelmed with spam account, bot accounts, and fake accounts. Okay? The allegation and this is the quote from the from the Blaze. The allegations come from Twitter's former head of security, Peter Zacco, and a formal complaint was filed last month with the securities and an exchange commission, the Department of Justice, and the Federal Federal Trade Commission. And in the next paragraph, he says, The complaint claims that Twitter CEO Prague Agarwal was lying when he retweeted in May that Twitter was strongly incentivized to detect and remove as much spam as possible. Basically, Twitter lied not only to the federal government, but also lied to Elon Musk and their shareholders saying that they had this much of accounts, this much of this, this much of that, this much of this, because they were because they were prioritizing growth and they wanted the company to grow at the expense of how many actual people they had. Okay? So Zeko, 
alleges that Twitter prioritized user growth over reducing spam. According to the post, Zatko's complaint claims that the executives could earn bonuses up to $10 million for increases in daily users, but no bonuses were awarded explicitly for cutting spam. So, basically, like this. Twitter is a major player in in the social media and the political field. Okay? A single tweet can change the winds of politics, the winds of social, political, cultural ideologies. Okay? Now, Twitter has a problem. And the problem is, is that half these accounts on Twitter, and I'm going to say like this, about 95% of the, the accounts on Twitter are actually fake spam and bot accounts. Not even a real human being, just computer generated. Now, now like this. The only real accounts are the five percent, the real human beings that are that are like interacting with each other, talking with each other instead of like talking to a like a spam bot, uh, like a fake account, like a porn ads or ads for anything. So it seems like. The problem is, is that Twitter wanted to grow their company to be on par with Facebook, Google. But the problem is, is that they wanted to do it at the expense of their dollar. And mind you, most of the people who work at Twitter are communist Democrats who don't believe in capitalism. Okay, so the fact is, is that Twitter lied to the federal government, Twitter lied to the Securities Exchange Commission, to the Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission. Knowing that Twitter lied about their finances and how many users and customers that they really have. Puts them in, puts them in a tight, tight spot. Puts them in a corner with no way out. Okay, and that no way out is where Twitter is in deep shit. Twitter is in the deepest shit of your life. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. And there's no way they're getting out of this. No way. No how. Okay, so in my opinion, the Twitter whistleblower is done. They're, it's the, the, what the Twitter whistleblower did was give Elon Musk his legal team legal room to say, hey, you lied not only to me, but also to the federal government. Now, if the, now if the Security Exchange Commission the DOJ and the FTC hears about this, 
you're fucked. Basically, you're fucked beyond all recognition. So, pretty much, guys, Twitter is fucked. No matter what they say, no matter what they claim, they are fucked beyond recognition. And they are fucked royally to the end. And I, and I for one, think this. Twitter as a company is finished. They're not going to recover. They're not going to make any money in the future. They're done. They're pretty much all done. There is no way for them to ever recover from this. Elon Musk, in my opinion, is going to probably buy the company at a low ball price. And then afterwards, probably do whatever he wants to it. Okay? So, now guys, I do want to talk about this. And this is coming up on, on Wednesday, okay? The Biden, the Pino administration is set on canceling student loan debt up to 10K. Okay? This is nothing more than buying votes for the midterm elections because they know that the Democrats are going to get their asses handed to them in the midterm elections. And this is nothing more than pandering to the base that they so desperately need to win, which is young college-educated Americans from, from wealthy families. Okay? So basically, what the Pino is trying to do is that he's trying to buy the young, the college-educated, the wealthy, which basically is like this. He's trying to say like this, hey, I'll cancel your student loan debt if you vote for me and my party. That's what that's what all it is. He's he's he he's saying like this. Well, we'll cancel your student loan debt, and we'll 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 we'll, we'll wipe it clean. That's what he. That's what he. What he's trying to do. That's what's happening here, guys. He essentially is going like this. Is saying that I'm gonna. Here's one way we can we can still hold on power. Is to say, hey, we'll cancel student loan debt. Pretty much. I tell you this. If it were me, if it, if if it were the Republicans, my 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 take on this is this. We should only cancel student loan debt if you do commute if you do some type of service for the for the country, like like a version of a peace corps. Where, say, for example, if you serve for the government, like in any capacity, like state, like like federal, state, county, local government, your, your student loan debt would be canceled automatically, no matter what amount. Simple as that. Any type of government work, your student, student loan would, would be canceled. If you serve in the military... Automatic. If you if you're in the Civil Air Patrol or the Coast Guard Auxiliary, your student loan debt would be canceled. If 
you're a police, fire, EMS, healthcare, education, like school teacher, your student loan debt would be canceled. But if you work for some, but if you work for some like a nonprofit, I would take it on a case by case. Unless of course it's it's like school or helping the disabled and elderly, then I'd be all in favor of it. But if you work at some but if you work at some company like say Starbucks or or like Walmart, then no. We're not. We won't we won't we won't cancel the your student loan debt for that. That's my that would be my my way of doing it. You have to tie in something like say some type of service to the community, to the state, to the country, as as a return for us canceling student loan debt. I think like this. National service should be a way of canceling canceling student loan debt. If you work for the town, county, state, or federal government, any type of job in, in that in that area then your student loan debt should be canceled automatically because you're doing work for the government in return for having your student loan debt wiped out. Simple as that. I, I, would, I would agree to it. I would support it. And I would be A-OK with it. You know what I mean? All right. So we'll see where this goes. And in my view, I think it's... It's a double-edged sword, but I think if we can work it out one way or the other, it's a double-edged. But to me, my view is, is this. Student loan debt should be canceled only if you serve for the, for the government, only if you do some type of government work, only if you're in certain professions, then student loan debt should be automatically canceled. If you're not in those professions... Or you've not served the government. Sorry. You're on your own. Simple as that. I would do that in a in a heartbeat. Okay? And as we're about to end this show today, I want to read this article from Red State. Okay? I want to read this. And I have to agree with this one trillion percent. A molecular genesis makes it clear that men can't be women. Ah, you can pretty much say yes, hallelujah, yes. Because you know why? You have a lot of trans cult members who try to say that, oh, men can be women, women can be men. But the problem is... They don't have the science. Their, their, their justification for that is on the shakiest ground ever. And there's, and there's no scientific justification for, for their fetish, for their kink. There's none. I mean, seriously. Seriously. These people try to say, oh, that I can be... I can be a woman if I say so. No. 
no matter how much you claim to be, no matter how much you identify, no amount of mumbo-jumbo bullshit is ever going to turn a man into a woman. Simple as that. And I, and, it, and and for a good reason. And that's because it's like this. Women have XX. Men have XY. You can never convert an XY and a Y chromosome into X. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. That, that it'll never happen anytime soon. Now I know there are some who will try to say, oh, what about intersex DSD people? Well, excuse me, intersex DSD people are a separate issue. They are totally separate issue. They have no connection to the intersex DSD community. And no matter what the trans cult try to say, they, they can never use that to justify their kink and their fetish. Pretty much, guys... Pretty much, this is this this is nothing more than trying to legitimize a kink and a fetish that they all that they like, okay? And they're trying to force society to play along with that. Yeah, pretty much. That's where that's where it ends up. All right. So, as we're about to finish the show today, I just want to say like this, guys. I enjoy doing the, these these shows not for me but for you guys because I want you to hear my opinions. I want you to hear my beliefs. I want you to hear my viewpoints because I tell you what, everybody has a viewpoint, but not a whole lot of people get to get to express it, okay? For me, this is my way of expressing my viewpoint, expressing my belief and basically like saying putting my two dollars worth of opinions on what I just talked about today. Alright? So anyway guys, I thank you all for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki your host. I gotta do a diaper change and check my diapers just to make sure that I'm dry as always. But I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. <laughs>